0: Well, students, I would like to continue on the glycolysis which we already um, uh, took in the previous class. Uh, glycolysis as I told you, it's um, a central pathway for uh, glucose catabolism in which um, glucose is converted into pyruvate through a sequence of 10 steps and uh, glycolysis takes place in both aerobic and anaerobic organism and it's the first step towards the metabolism of glucose. I would uh, like to go into the deeper aspects of glycolysis. During glycolysis, a single mole of 6-carbon glucose is broken down into 2 moles of 3-carbon pyruvate by a sequence of 10 enzyme-catalyzed sequential reactions. So, um, these reactions are grouped into two phases, phase 1 and phase 2. So, the stage 1 it comprises of the preparatory reactions and the stage 2 um, it actually uh, let me go into the stage one first. Okay, So, the stage 1 which comprises of the preparatory reactions which are not the redox reactions and they do not release energy but instead they lead the production of a critical intermediate of the pathways. And uh, the stage 1, it consists of the first 5 steps of the glycolysis pathways. Similarly, in the stage 2, it is the redox reactions and it consists only of the redox reactions. And here, the energy is conserved in the form of ATP and 2 molecules of pyruvates are formed. Okay. So, these are the two stages of the glycolysis. And this stage 2, it comprises of the last five reactions of the glycolysis. So, this is the overall, uh, you know, the 10th step of the glycolysis, which has been categorized as the stage 1 and the stage 2. So, let me go into the stepwise process, the step 1, which is Uh, called as the phosphorylation of the glucose in which the glucose is initiated or it is primed for the subsequent step by the phosphorylation at the carbon-6 that is the C6 carbon. Here the process involves the transfer of the phosphate from the ATP to glucose forming the glucose-6-phosphate in the presence of the enzyme hexokinase and the glucokinase, okay. So what happens over here? In this particular step, it is accompanied by considerable loss of energy as heat. This is what happens in the step 1 that is the phosphorylation of glucose. In the step 2 where the isomerization of glucose 6-phosphate takes place which is a reversible process which has been isomerized to fructose 6-phosphate by the enzyme phosphohexoisomerase or phosphoglucoisomerase. This reaction involves a shift of the carbonyl oxygen from the C1 to C2, thus converting an aldose into a ketose. Okay, So, in this step, the isomerization of the glucose 6-phosphate takes place. In this step 3, the phosphorylation of fructose 6-phosphate takes place. In this step, the second priming step of glycolysis where the fructose 6-phosphate is converted into fructose 1,6-bisphosphate in the presence of the enzyme phospho fructokinase takes place. Like in the step 1, the phosphate is transferred from the ATP while some amount of energy is been lost in the form of heat as well. L- just like in the step 1, here also some amount of heat is been lost like in the step 1. Then in the step 4, there is cleavage of fructose 1,6 diphosphate taking place and this is a unique cleavage of the C C bond in the fructose 1,6 by I'm sorry bisphosphate taking place okay and here the enzyme fructose diphosphate aldose catalysis the cleavage of fructose 1,6 Bisphosphate between the carbon C, that is the C4 and the C3, resulting in two different triose phosphates taking place, and the glyceraldehyde 3 phosphate, that is an aldose, and dihydroxyacetone phosphate, that is a ketose, taking place. Okay. Here the remaining steps in the glycolysis involves 3 carbon units rather than 6 carbon units. Did you understand? So, here the, this is very important step where the cleavage of the fructose 1,6-diphosphate taking place especially between the C3 and the C4 where the aldose and the ketose has been cleaved with the help of the respective enzymes and in the step 5 the isomerization of dihydroxyacetone phosphate taking place. Here the glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate readily degrades in the subsequent steps of glycolysis but the dihydroxyacetone phosphate cannot it is isomerized into glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate instead. Okay. In this particular step, the dihydroxyacetone phosphate is isomerized into glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate in the presence of the enzyme triose phosphate isomerase. This reaction completes the first phase of glycolysis. So in the step 5 completes the first phase of glycolysis. Fine and now the redox reactions that is going to be initiated from the step 6 which starts with the oxidative phosphorylation of glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate. Now the step 6 is one of the three energy conserving or forming steps of the glycolysis. This particular step is been initiated by the glyceraldehyde three phosphate, which is converted into one, three bisphosphoglycerate. I'm sorry, phosphoglycerate by the enzyme glyceraldehyde three phosphate dehydrogenase. And in this particular process, the NAD plus is being reduced to coenzyme NADH by the release of hydrogen from the glyceraldehyde 3 phosphates. Here, 2 moles of glyceraldehyde 3 phosphate are formed from 1 mole of glucose and 2 NADH are generated in this particular step. This is a vital step where 2 NADH are generated in this particular step. This is a yield here. And step 7, there is a transfer of phosphate from 1,3-diphosphoglycerate to ADP. And this step is the ATP generating step of the glycolysis. This is also a vital step. And it involves the transfer of phosphate group from the 1,3-diphosphoglycerate. bisphosphoglycerate to ADP because the enzyme phosphoglycerate kinase produces the ATP and 3-phosphoglycerate. Here 2 moles of 1, 3-bisphosphoglycerate are formed from 1 mole of gl- glucose and 2 ATPs are generated in this particular step. So step 7 is also vital because we are getting two ATPs being generated in this particular step. The step 8 where the isomerization of 3-phosphoglycerate taking place, here the phosphoglycerate is converted into 2-phosphoglycerate due to the shift of phosphoryl group from the C3 to C2 by the enzyme phosphoglycerate mutase this is a reversible isomerization reaction here in the step 9 the dehydration to phosphoglycerate takes place in this particular step the 2 phosphoglycerate is dehydrated by the action of enolase to phosphoenolpyruvate this is also a irreversible step where 2 moles of water has been lost thus that is why it is the dehydration um, action t- being taking place. Step 10 transfer of the phosphate from the phosphoenol pyruvate takes place. This is the second energy generating step of the glycolysis. Here the phosphoenol pyruvate is been converted into an enol f- form of pyruvate by the enzyme pyruvate kinase and what happens is the enol pyruvate however rearranges rapidly and non enzymatically to yield the keto form of pyruvate that is the keto pyruvate. The keto form of predominates at the pH 7 that is very important here. The enzyme catalyzes the transfer of the phosphoryl group form from the phosphoenol pyruvate to the ADP thus forming one ATP here. Hence I conclude the overall process of the glycolysis results as follows that is the glucose is being oxidized into the pyruvate. The NAD plus is reduced to NADP, NADH and the ADP is phosphorylated to into ATP. So finally, what is the fate of the pyruvate? So depending on the organism and the metabolism condition, the pyruvate takes either of you know one of the three essential routes. One is oxidation of the pyruvate to take place. Number 2 is lactic acid fermentation or alcoholic fermentation. Oxidation of the pyruvate is either aerobic organ. if it is an aerobic organism, the pyruvate is moved to the mitochondria where it is oxidized into acetyl-CoA uh, group of the acetyl-CoA enzyme. And this process involves in uh, you know the release of uh, one mole of carbon dioxide. Later the acetyl-CoA is completely oxidized into carbon dioxide and water by entering into the citric acid cycle. Then if it is you know if it takes into the lactic acid fermentation in conditions where the oxygen is insufficient then the pyruvate cannot be oxidized due to lack of oxygen under such conditions the pyruvate is reduced to lactate by the process of you know anaerobic uh, glycolysis then if it enters into the third route, that is the alcoholic fermentation then in some microbes like uh, brewer's yeast the pyruvate formed from the glucose is converted anaerobically into the uh, you know ethanol and carbon dioxide so it will either take up into the root, uh, either uh, you know, oxidation of pyruvate, or as uh, lactic acid fermentation or alcoholic fermentation. So, with this, like you know, we can complete like uh, the fate of uh, pyruvate, and with the glycolysis. So, students, uh, like I'll complete with the uh, glycogenolysis uh, with the n- n- next, uh, you know episode of um, a recording or with the live classes thank you so much